releasing expectations. So I think to start this off, I'll start with my personal beliefs and how I try to interact with people. I'm going to try to get through all of my thoughts again and make this make as much sense as possible in, in the most fluid way. So bear with me. All right. So personally, I try to live my life with as little expectation as possible. That goes for expectations of the world around me and also expectations of the people around me. I wake up every morning kind of just like this fresh blank slate, not really knowing what the day is going to bring, but also not trying to predict what the day is going to bring. I'm just ready to tackle what the day may or may not throw at me. That's just kind of how I wake up. I'm just like, all right, ready to rock and roll. Like who knows what we'll get into, but we'll take it as it comes. I don't expect to typically have a good day but I also don't expect to have a bad day. That same notion applies to the people in my life. I try my best to never expect anything of anyone, just as I hope that others would not place their expectations on me. And I do that because, not because I think people are going to let me down. Again, I don't think good or bad of people. I just experience them as they are. And that's the whole thing about not having expectations of others. I want to experience them as who they are and not the character that they play, you know, in my mind that I would, you know, push on them, this idea that I would push on them. I feel like we should do things for people and take actions in whatever way we feel because we're living a human experience, not because something is expected of us. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're living a human experience. What I mean by that is I would much rather people just act organically, authentically. I want them to be themselves. I don't want them to be acting in accordance to these ideas I have of them. I don't know, that doesn't, that doesn't sit right with me. I want people to be themselves and I want to accept them for who they are. And an example of this, so like think of it this way, does it mean more when someone buys you flowers because it's expected of them or does it mean more just because that's what they felt like doing? because that was just the action they decided to take. And for me personally, it would mean more just because they wanted to, not because they're like, oh, Delena's going to expect flowers today. Let's do that. No, I would much rather it just be because that's what they wanted to do. And, you know, you could say in devil's advocate, an argument in this, so you don't expect people to not treat you badly. Like, you know, get some standards. Well, newsflash, I have standards. I have actually very high standards when it comes to the people I allow in my life. But I find that people will show you their true colors much more naturally and a lot quicker should you just simply let them be who they are and let go of this idealized, romanticized vision you have in your head. If you truly just let people be who they are with you, I have no doubt that you will find out who they are much quicker than if you try to control them by putting expectations on them. So I don't expect anyone to be good or bad, nice or mean, saint or sinner. All I do is react to the energy that's given to me because I feel like that's all I need to do. I feel like that's all you can do. You can't control people by, you know, placing expectations on them. You can't do that. It's just going to lead to disappointment, which is this attachment and the suffering that I've been kind of thinking about. And I feel like we should also release our expectations of others because it's freeing. It frees you and it frees them. Again, it allows you to experience them in this organic way that you take off your, you know, your rose-colored glasses and you're like, oh, that's who you are. <laughs> you're not this person I've created in my head or you're not this person I put on this pedestal. Like, imagine having people around you in your life who just, they don't expect anything of you. 
they don't expect you to be good. They don't expect you to be bad. They just want you to be yourself and they want you to interact with them as yourself. That's it. They're just there for you. Like, that's it. It would be such a freeing feeling if we could all just be who we truly are without worrying about having to live up to someone's unrealistic standards that most of the time aren't achievable. You know, we've all been in that relationship or had that coworker where it's like, yikes, <laughs> they're expecting so much of me and I don't know if I even am that person. And then you start to question, you know, am I acting authentically when people put these unrealistic standards or expectations on you? You know, we're already constantly comparing ourselves to other people on social media. And that's even an expectation. You know, you look, you're like, oh, you know, John's doing this, that, and the other thing. Like, where am I at in my life? And it's like, no, that's not healthy. And that's just another expectation that's being, that you're placing on yourself. Another thing that you might be thinking about this, you know, like, oh, this sounds like an awfully robotic way to live. You know, it's, it seems like you're not experiencing your emotions at all. And like, that's not quite it. That's not it at all, my moon babies. It's actually quite the opposite. I want you to feel. I want to feel. And I do feel. I feel everything. If you're going to release your expectations of others, yourself and the world around you, you're going to need to rely on your emotions to get through. You're, you have to. Your emotions are going to be your instinct. They're going to be your, your guide through the world, essentially. But the catch is you need to be present with your emotions at all times. You need to feel things in the moment as they're happening. You can't just push your emotions aside and not feel them because then you're not listening to your intuition. And you got to be in the now. You can't be in the past and you can't in the future. This isn't about conjuring up the past or predicting how you'll feel if something potentially happens. It's about living in the here and the now and reacting to what actually does happen. You need to release the need to plan and predict for situations that won't happen and you need to release your attachment anchors to the past and we'll cover what attachment anchors are very shortly. So living in any time except the present brings about anxiety and ultimately suffering. You can't change the past and you can't plan for the chaos of the future. There's no, absolutely no way that you're going to be able to plan for every possible outcome, especially when we have human variables. We're dealing with human beings and you never know if someone's going to wake up just in a bad mood one day because that's just how they woke up and then that's going to throw a wrench in your entire plan and then you're going to get upset because you expected them to be one way and then they were another way. When in reality, if you had just let yourself experience them as they were and then reacted to how they presented themselves that day, totally different totally, totally different experience because then you didn't have this preconceived notion of how it was going to go and you didn't have to have that, that dashed and shattered and, you know, then your whole plan's ruined. Well, your whole plan didn't have to be ruined if you didn't have a plan in the first place. You can't plan for other people's emotions. You can only react to other people's emotions. So you need to feel your emotions in the present. If someone made you feel sad today, feel it, express it, own it, process it. If someone made you happy today, feel it, express it, own it, rejoice in it. I have, um, my favorite book is The Picture of Dorian Gray. And that book is like just filled with beautiful, wonderful gems, <laughs> these wonderful quotes. But the one that always has stuck with me and that I've kind of for a really long time based the way I handle situations around, I really try to embody this quote. And the quote is, I don't want to be at the mercy of my emotions. I want to use them to enjoy them and to dominate them. 
So a lot of the time, I feel like we think we are victims of our emotions, and that's just not true. Yes, other people have the ability to make us feel sad, make us feel happy, but we have the ability to control our emotions. They aren't just happening to us. They are, they're ours. We own them. They are ours. Like That is our thing that we own, and you do have a, a way to govern them. It's just finding the techniques to do so. And I think one of the techniques to start being in charge of your own emotions is releasing expectation. It's letting go of all these things that you expect from yourself and other people and just experiencing the world as it is and then reacting to it. All right. So I used the term attachment anchor a little bit ago. So what does that mean? Well, they can really be anything in our lives, <laughs> anything that you attach yourself to and then have expectations of. So generally, they can be emotional or physical, and they're linked to expectations. So each time you create an attachment anchor, it weighs you down a little bit more, and it keeps you feeling stuck. It, it binds you to whatever that emotion is, whatever that expectation is, whatever that person, you know, physical thing is, it binds you to it, and it holds a piece of you there. And you just, you become bound to all the anchors that you cast over time. So an example for an emotional attachment anchor would be the expectations within a relationship or even a, a friendship. When people don't act the way you want them to, it hurts your feelings and it lets you down. So allowing others to be themselves and releasing that expectation and simply reacting to their actions instead of trying to predict their actions takes expectations out of the equation. And therefore, you're just left with experiencing that person as they are. And maybe you find that, you know, if you don't like the way they act, maybe they're not a great friend. And it's not to say that if you don't get along with someone that you have to hate them. That's, that's not how it works. Some people don't mesh and that's okay. You know, that, that's okay. And I think that's hard for some people to accept in life. If someone doesn't live up to your expectations and they're a bad person, well, no, I would say that you shouldn't have so many expectations of people and you should just allow them to be themselves. And then you could avoid catastrophe altogether. An example of a physical attachment anchor, and this one's going to sound kind of silly, so bear with me on it, but I, I tried to think of like a, a more fun one for this, and I think the Game of Thrones final season is one of the biggest attachment anchors for a lot of people. I was, you know, a Game of Thrones fan the last couple seasons. I didn't watch the whole thing, you know, sorry. Um, never read the books, but the last, like, I think I jumped in at like season six or something like that. So when it was pretty solid, you know, we all had really, really high hopes and expectations for the last season of the show. And the fans became really attached to this idea of what it should be, could be, would be everything. <laughs> we had ourselves so invested only to be let down like really, really hard. We had, I know at my, my job, we had like we tried to predict, you know, who was going to live, who was going to die. There were all these different theories of what was going to happen. And it was fun and it got people talking and people got really invested. But we all got really, really attached to this, to this thing. And maybe had we gone in with a little bit more of an open mind and allowed the show to just be what it was, you know, maybe we'd all feel a little less hurt. I say that's a big maybe because <laughs> again this is something that people put so much time and effort into thinking about and the expectations were there but people really got let down so that's a, that's a very silly example but I think it still shows you know if you put expectations on something and they're not met you're you get attached and then you ultimately suffer 
and a lot of Game of Thrones fans, I think, are still suffering (laughs) from that finale. All right, so since I'm both an astrologer and a philosopher, I want to tie some astrology-based observations in here. I'm going to talk about the elements, so that's going to be fire, air, earth, and water. Each person has a dominant element, and it's not always their sun sign or their moon or their rising. It could be any of the four. You need to look at your whole birth chart to figure that out. You can do that by, you know, going online and typing in your information. You need your exact location, your exact birth time, date. You pop that in and then you get all of your planets, things like that. You look at it, see what signs they're in, all that. You can just ask me. That's a little bit easier, actually. Just (laughs) go ahead and ask me. I'll help you out. Anyway, we're looking at fire, air, earth, and water. Fire and air have an easier time with releasing expectations. Water and earth tend to live by their expectations. So the main reasoning for this is the nature of each element. Fire and air live above it all, especially fire. Fire is in the ether, floating somewhere in a realm of its own. You know, it's up above air even. It's ethereal. It's above the clouds in the cosmos. That's where fire lives. And then air is just below fire. Air has the ability to fly high, but it can also touch down if it desires, but it generally lives somewhere in between. You know, they're kind of cloud surfers just doing their own thing. And then water and earth are on the ground floor. Water shows itself above the surface as well as having the ability to sink down below, but either way, water's pretty grounded in the way that they live, the way they react to the world. Earth is, you know, it's Earth. (laughs) Earth is going to have the hardest time with attachment and releasing expectations. And that's because Earth-based people have huge expectations of others, but also themselves. Earth-based people really, I would say, like expectations are how they live their lives. (laughs) They go through life expecting you to be the person that they think you are in their head. And it's not so much an emotional-based thing. It's more so that that's just their world and they're like oh like you're not you're not acting the way i thought you would that's weird cuz i'm always right i'm an earth sign <laughs> and but they also turn that around on themselves and they are their own worst critic they're very hard on themselves so as hard as an earth sign is on you they're 10 times harder on themselves trust me moving on to water water mainly puts expectations on others which that's very interesting. This is why you can often see water-based people putting other people on pedestals and creating this unrealistic idea in their mind that no one's ever going to be able to live up to. And this definitely leads them to emotional turbulence of some sort. And, you know, that's why I think water signs are often getting their feelings hurt because they think people should be one way and then they're not. And they romanticize people and it just it leads them to heartbreak every time. They always feel like they're getting let down by other people. But I think if water-based people would stop and really examine like, oh, I'm creating this, this hell myself by thinking that everyone should act the way that I do or that I want them to. So air puts expectations on themselves if they put an expectation on anything at all. They live mostly in their own minds and they don't really think about others too often. Plus, they're such quick thinkers that You know, if they're able to react to others instead of worrying about planning, that's what they would prefer to do. Air signs, their minds are all over the place and they're living in their own head most of the time. So they don't really have a chance to come a step out of that world and then have expectations of other people. But again, they would just rather live in the moment and think on their feet. Then there's fire. Fire Firebase people don't plan. Um, They only react. So that comes with its own sets of pros and cons. 
Firebase people cannot stand having expectations put on them, and they'll never restrict themselves in that way or others in that way. They do, however, you know, they don't have it all figured out because they do need to learn to control their emotions. Sometimes, you know, fire people are known for having outbursts or not being able to control their emotions as well, kind of like water. Water and fire both need to learn to control their emotions and kind of get it under wraps. So the Dorian Gray quote would suit them quite well. Learning to temper their tempers is going to be essential for them. So let's bring this, let's bring this all home. I think feel like I've been rambling, so hope this makes sense. Having expectations in life causes us to form attachments to the reality within our minds. This is typically okay if whatever we're forming an expectation of isn't something that can vary, something that doesn't have variables. So if you have a bookshelf and expect all the books to be in the same place when you left the house, that seems like, you know, a safe enough bet. Unless you have a cat, or your house is haunted, or you have a significant other who can read. (laughs) So there are so many variables in life. There's no sense in trying to predict for all of them. Learning to release your grip on your expectations will allow you to simply live your life as it comes. You'll have to actually take it one step, one day at a time, one step at a time. And again, planning for your future is important. I'm not saying that you should throw caution completely to the wind and go into the world blind and just, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. No, it does matter. But what I am saying is don't be attached to any specific outcome to the point that it weighs you down. Work towards your goals, but allow the train tracks to shift, you know, naturally. Some days we're the conductor of the train and other days we're just along for the ride. It's about reacting to what we're given and recognizing what we actually have control over. That's what's important. And that's what should make you feel comfortable in releasing your expectations of others because you can't control others. You can't control the world around you. Try as you might earth signs, you know, Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus, try as you might to control the world around you. But think of how many times you have done that and thought it was all planned out and then it just blew up in your face. I'm sure a lot. And I, I don't think that's a good thing. I'm, I'm sad that it blew up in your face, but as a fire-based person, let it go, man. If you release those expectations and just realize that you only have control really of yourself and your own emotions and how you react to every situation, I think it's going to be interesting. Even just for like a week, release your expectations of your week. You know, here's an exercise. So wake up every morning and just do your day. Just go through your day. You know, live your day and breathe before you react to things. Take pause and just think. Let things come to you and react to them as they come. Don't try to plan for them. Don't try to go too far ahead. Just be in your moment. So try that this week. I'm interested to see if you can do it, and if you do, let me know how it goes. So a quick closing thought I had. I did an Instagram poll earlier this week about whether you guys see the glass as half empty or half full, and a bunch of you answered, so thank you, because I was really interested in this. So 28% said half empty, and 72% half full, which that means, you know, there's a lot of uh, of optimists out there. I guess that's what that means, which that's nice to know, right? So my answer, of course, my my answer would be, I simply see a glass. (laughs) I guess that might make me a realist, but what is a realist if we all create and live within our own realities? So that's my closing thought, and I will talk more on that topic in another podcast, but Release your expectations. Let it go. 
All right, thank you all so much for listening to me ramble about this topic. It's been on my mind for a while, and I've just seen it come up a lot in my daily life with the people around me and the people that are close to me. Hope it got you thinking a bit. Even if you don't agree with me, it's always good to think about what you do agree with, you know? What What is it that you think then? Head on over to my Instagram, at moonmatters.astro, and let me know what you think about this concept, good or bad. I have no expectation. All right, moon babies, see you next week. Bye.